Hey, this is Cody Rhodes, and you're listening to WNS. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or find us on Facebook by searching WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron and Tyler Abair. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Dano Heron. I'm Tyler Hebert. And we welcome you to episode 391, finally, of the official podcast <laughs> for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Dominus Podcast, on YouTube, Dominus Video, and on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, we're it's on been a while. <laughs> yeah, on podplayer.fm and satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter at Dominus Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Dominus underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Abear. <laughs> Should we <laughs> still be promoting that? Uh, probably not. When was the last time you even checked got on it? Twitter? Did you see that tweet that I sent you? When? The other night. I sent it through you, uh, to you on Facebook with Bray Wyatt. Oh, yeah. I saw it on the... Yeah. You ended up watching that? Yeah. Okay. That was pretty funny. But I was about to say, no, you should be Must be in what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So welcome to the show. Uh, unfortunately, we're not doing Facebook Live this week because nope. we've been having so many issues over the past few weeks. So uh, hopefully I'll be able to get a new laptop, you know... Shortly after Christmas. Introduce his old laptop to the wall. The the brick wall, as it justly deserves. Um, so, yeah. So, just audio this week. But that's okay. Because uh, going back to our roots, as you would say. But this week, it's a little different. Because we're actually looking eye to eye face to off. one another. Yeah, it's a face off. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Because normally, you know, people are used to seeing us sitting next to one another. But this week, we're uh, sitting across from one yep. another. It's a face to face. The showdown has begun. So, yep. Tyler, how you doing? Tired. Tired? Yeah. A little bit. You ready for Christmas? Uh, ready to get past it. Baby Grace's first Christmas? Yeah. You ready to get past it? Yeah. Who cares about Christmas presents and memories and all that? Yeah. You can just get past it. Get <laughs> no, to New just Year's. Just get past you it. You just want the fireworks for New Year's, right? Uh, sure. All right. You don't want to set off fireworks? Uh, I want to light a Christmas tree on fire. Oh. Okay, well. Not, like, during Christmas. Like, you know, people who, like, throw out their Christmas trees, like, on the, like, outside and yeah. stuff. Or, like, the dumpster. Have uh, you been to anyone's house that has a live tree this year? A live tree? Yeah. Is like yours? an, well, ours is artificial. Oh, okay. It's a fake tree. Like a real one? Yeah, a real uh, tree. I don't think I have. See, I think th- there was actually, I believe, a, a, a story that came out this, this year because of the recession that hit, like, 10 years ago. The trees that were planted 10 years ago, obviously, you know, it's time for trees to grow. So, because of the recession and whatnot, there weren't as many trees this year for the holidays. I haven't had a real tree in years. Yeah, same for me. It's been quite some time since we've had a real tree. But maybe it'll be a crisp pine. (laughs) Crisp pine tree. So, so yeah. So, we're going to talk about Raw. We're going to talk about SmackDown. Some of the hot topics as well going a little bit uh off the norm as far as you know typing up whatever the show. we want to talk about man it's, it really whatever is whatever we want to talk about because i'm just hoping that we make it through this episode if yeah. we can just make it why through wouldn't this episode, we because we've had so many technical issues the past few oh, weeks oh yeah yeah that's true so as long as everything is running smoothly <laughs> i don't care it's like we're talking then boop yeah oh we my microphone stopped recording oh my laptop shut Mother. down it's been uh it's been a lot so um 
So we'll talk about Raw, we'll talk about SmackDown, we'll look ahead to uh, TLC, which is coming up. Uh, we did not go to Raw in Houston this past week. Nope. And to be honest, not yeah, many like, people did either. Yeah. Uh, I saw the pictures and the, the roped off top sections, the hard camera side being empty. And that's pretty sad because... Did cent like buy a lot of those uh, <laughs> seats? No, who is he feuding with? Ja Rule. Ja Rule. I don't Man, think he was there to year. perform. This, this beef's been... <laughs> it's getting out of hand. It's so long. Like, <laughs> I don't know, whatever. It's getting out of hand yeah. is what it is because it's affecting <laughs> Raw now. Because uh, the, you oh, know, the beef between Ja Rule and yeah, Fiddy Cent It's affecting the crowd because <laughs> he bought the seats, which is why there was no one there, right? That's what he did. So uh, thank God that he managed to... <laughs> <laughs> to afford all those tickets yeah. so WWE can keep making money. Yep. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Raw this past week, did you get to watch all of it? Bits and pieces. Bits but and I pieces. did watch all SmackDown. SmackDown. SmackDown is really saving me for wrestling right now because I'm watching Raw and I'm like, God, this is three hours of not very uh, good I, I would, entertainment. I would say this, and I know you disagree, but whenever, like, this what was about, like, two or three weeks ago. Was, last week was probably the worst. Uh, I I actually like Corbin, Lashley, and uh, Drew together. Did you get to see all of the segments that he was in, though? This week? From last week. You said it was a little different on Hulu, but I watched it on yeah. Hulu. And you said like you get a condensed show. version, right? It just skips the commercials. Oh. But you so. still get to see the whole show? Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, never mind then. I mean, I, unless, you know, someone curses and, you know, like... In a backstage segment or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Which that doesn't happen uh, often. Yeah, I was about to say they don't that that doesn't happen <laughs> happen too often. Iron Sheik shows up and <laughs> says, Fuck <laughs> Yeah. You know, who knows? But I mean, I don't know. For me it was just s- repetitive matches, same storylines, we're doing things over and over again. Just switched off. <laughs> yeah. I mean like that's that that's was quick. the big change this week. Mm. Um it just the whole and, and I know that you were you were wanting to talk about last week with the Nia Jax promo. A lot of people weren't fond of that at all. So I liked it. I, w- I want to hear your side of the story to get get I'm out there. To remember, yeah. But um, I guess before that they weren't really talking about. I mean, maybe through Twitter, but they weren't talking about. Yeah, I was the one who hurt Becky and mm-hmm. did that. I was like, oh, you know, they're finally saying that and. With her confidence and you know the whole situation, I just I, I liked it a yeah. lot. For me, it was just her delivery. It just seemed, yeah. Well, her delivery is not the best. Yeah, but it wasn't like total crap. Mm. Okay, um, I'm sure you know plenty of people have their comments about last week. It was one of the. Hmm worst rated shows and uh actually this week had the lowest ratings ever in the 25 years of monday night raw the lowest ratings ever good job houston it ended up pulling no i'm talking tv oh not not attendance television it had two sorry houston yeah like 2.1 million viewers in the third hour which is like the lowest they've had ever which is pretty sad yeah um, and, and I don't know what it is. What like is it the writers? Is it Vince? Is it a lack of people missing? I mean, that could be it as well. And I was thinking, Braun, yeah, Kevin, Sammy, yeah, Roman, Roman, you know, 
and and, uh, and a slew of others. Alexa yeah, Bliss so hasn't funny. wrestled in a People while. People blew the shit out of Roman before assault. You know, mm-hmm. they knew about leukemia, but they didn't want him. Look what's happening now. What do you mean? I mean, I'm not saying without Roman, you know, this wouldn't happen. But mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's with a few people missing and well, I mean, there's uh, the certainly that choice of like what they're doing now with certain <laughs> characters. But I mean, there's certainly a lack of star power with all these people being out and injured. Bring John Cena back. I mean, I I don't know if that would really help that much. Like this is this is what we've complained about for so long about them lacking having built new stars for the future because we said one of these days John Cena is going to be gone Randy Orton's going to be out of here and who is going to be left to carry the load well they started building guys like Roman Reigns that the crowd rejected you know so he's out of the picture dealing with his battle who's left well you had Braun Strowman but he's out with an injury right now well who's left they don't have anyone new they had they took zero time establishing new stars they you know they had John Cena go over Rusev they had John Cena go over Bray Wyatt they had all these stars that they could have made in the past few years I mean where's Bray Wyatt been you know he's he's cleared to compete why isn't he coming out there because they have nothing to do for him instead of saying hey let's Let's sit down and and get something going for these guys. They're not doing anything, and now the ratings are starting to suffer. You know, I mean, who's the biggest star on Raw right now? Are you to kind of have to say Ronda Rousey? Mm-hmm. Who's who's next to that? Who's Brock. who's? Where's he? I'm talking week to week oh. right now. Currently on the roster right now. Who's Regularly on TV. Brock Lesnar does not count. Leo Rush. Let's be real. Leo Rush. <laughs> Let's be real. Damn it. Uh, Baron got- Corbin. Okay, so your authoritative GM is the second biggest draw on your roster right now. Well, maybe he's not the biggest draw, but he's the biggest storyline. Storyline, yes, yes. But I'm talking like who is putting butts into seats? Who are people buying tickets to see? Maybe Seth? Yeah, I mean, that could be one. But he's your Intercontinental Champion. I mean, like, what... I don't I don't know. I'm just so confused as to what their, what their purpose was for putting the title back on Brock. Because now you have no one challenging Brock Lesnar for the title. Another pay-per-view coming and going where that title is not being Maybe defended. Maybe it's a good thing because Braun, Braun got hurt, so... Well... But he was a big draw. That was someone you're supposed to build up. The bell off him. Yeah, I mean, you had him get beat down by Lesnar at the Crown Jewel event. That was weird. Yeah, so it's like again, you're trying to establish a new star, and you have him get beat down by Brock Lesnar for for what purpose? I don't know. I'm trying to think of who else is a big draw. No one. Exactly. Dean Ambrose. But is he though? No. No. I mean, you could try and argue that Drew McIntyre, but they're trying to establish him now. You know, you had that gr- that really good match that he had with Kurt Angle, had him be the guy to, uh, to uh, you know, essentially end his career, although, you know, whether he fully has or not, yet to be determined. And, um, 
you know, it's just you don't have a whole lot of star power. You look over at SmackDown, and it's stacked. You got your AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura, Daniel Bryan, Samoa Joe, um, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Rey Mysterio. You have all these big, big name stars. Who's over on Raw right now, aside from Seth Rollins? Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. I mean, that's it. That's all you got. <laughs> Crunching it in the mic. All right. I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Holy moly, I do not know. Then that's the point. And then then you go to the tag divisions. Who's who's the main draw in the tag division right now on Raw? Good point. <laughs> who's you know, we, we talked about the ladies. You got Ronda Rousey. Uh, and she's kind of feuding with Nia Jax. And then you have Sasha Banks and Bailey who yeah, are having these open forums. It's pretty much AOP in Bobby and Chad. So, yeah. So we thought Chad and Bobby would turn one of them would turn on each other, but they need that as a tag team right now because they don't have anyone else. Which they do have the Lucha House Party revival. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll talk which, about that. <laughs> there was a tweet sent out by Young Bucks and Revival because mm. one of these days they want to fight each other. <laughs> but maybe one day. One day, not two day, <laughs> not two day. Yeah, but yeah. But I mean, you you look at you look at SmackDown and the all star talent roster that they have. You know, we already mentioned the AJ Styles, Dana Bryan. You look in your tag division. You got the Usos. You got the Bar. You got the New Day, and that's just three. And you've got Sanity, who's not even doing anything. You got Gals and Anderson, who's not even doing anything. So SmackDown is absolutely stacked as far as star power. Then you got the women's division. You got Becky Lynch, Charlotte, Oscar. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, really? And you're going to try and sell me that Raw is the A show, the better brand. I'm sorry, but if you're looking at the numbers right now, even if you had Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, even if you had Braun Strowman return, even if you had Fandango to reunite the fashion police, SmackDown is by far the better brand right yeah, now. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. They're putting on fresher matches. We're seeing how many... First time ever's have we seen in this year alone? More than ten. Yeah. How many first time ever's did we see, excluding Ronda Rousey, have we seen on, on Raw? Not very many. I mean, you could say the revival and Lucha House Party, and but some that you hear about it and you're like, oh man, that's that's going to be good. Shoot, I'm trying to think. Well. And it wasn't that great, but there was times when it was like when Bobby Lashley came back. Mm-hmm. It was like Bobby Lashley and Sami Zayn. Yeah. That was a fresh new matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Bobby Lashley. And I'm not trying to say Bobby Lashley and everything, but Bobby Lashley hasn't been around WWE for years. Yeah, so and so it's a, it's a new talent a new, roster yeah, for so him to face. So, yeah, so him with But Kevin even Owens, then, yeah. there, there's another star right there that could have been built to be a draw. Mm-hmm. Bobby Lashley, MMA fighter, military background, Built like a tank, lacking charisma, but that's why he gave him Leo Rush. But what is he doing right now? Jack. He's just in that faction. He's I am part of the Ginyu squad, where I'm just gonna uh, well, I'm just gonna pose and I'm here to look muscular. Look at my ass. Yeah, let me <laughs> let me show you where it is so that you can pay attention. I'll tell you to what though, people are actually behind Elias. Yeah, Raw. and they had him be- get beat down three to one. Yeah, I know that, but <laughs> he is still hot. Yeah, on the mic, 
I think. I mean, I mean, he's not the best, but people like him. He's got the catchphrase. Yeah, he's he's well, solid. En- he's solid enough in the ring, but his real charisma is shining whenever he is talking. Yeah. Um, you know the. I think that the the catchphrase, the walk with Elias. You know, that's the that's whole like, over with the crowd. on Leo Rush. It's good. That really got him over with yeah. the crowd. Um, you take those away, and you got. A decent mid carter, I would say at best. Um, you know, not to take anything away from the guy, he's a talented dude. He earned his spot to get into WWE through one way or another. Um, you know, he's an okay guitar player. Because <laughs> he know, feel, to me, it feels like he's still learning the guitar. Yeah. He's still learning, yeah. Um, also, as good as he is, not life, but uh, Finn Balor's got nothing. Yeah, where's Finn Balor? What's he got going on? You know. It's like you got you have this slew of talent. What is and they're stuck in this mid card area. What is Brock Lesnar? What are they going to do with the title? Who's the next person Brock's fight? Brock. Ru- and- rumor has it that it's going to be Seth Rollins. Rumor is that he's going to drop the title, either at TLC or Look, the person that we want to retire Brock Lesnar is Matt Riddle. <laughs> bro, bro, <laughs> I'd actually be behind that. Yeah. Um. But the rumor right now is that Seth Rollins will drop the Intercontinental title sure? at some so point. About was it AJ? You said the AJ thing. I would like for that to happen, but from what I saw, there are rumors circling around that Rollins will drop the title, maybe win the Royal Rumble, go on to face Brock Lesnar, and take the title from him. I still wouldn't care. Yeah, I mean it's another main event for Brock Lesnar when he's been nowhere for how long? You know, it's just. It's it's frustrating having someone who's not on the show. Like if he were the champion and he would make an appearance every now and then, if he would have a regular match on Raw, I'd be totally fine with that with him taking two or three weeks off. Like I'm okay with that. But when you're getting into the four or five weeks and you haven't even heard from the guy, that's just getting a little crazy. Like yeah. it, it's hard to, to That's the that's the crazy norm. It's hard to justify it. It's yeah. like, well, okay, you want to hold everyone else to this high degree of show up, put in the work, get your reward for, for doing it. When you have a guy like Brock Lesnar who's like, I'll show up, I'll take the title, collect money for no reason, I'll make one appearance this month, have Paul Heyman do all the talking, and then I leave. I literally walk to the ring, stand, smile, jump around a little bit, and then I leave. Mm-hmm. Where's my money? Like it's a great deal for him. I was like, great setup. I would love yeah. to have that kind yeah. of setup where I show up to work for 10, 15 minutes and don't say anything, don't do anything, and walk out and hold the title. Yeah, and collect the paycheck for it. That'd be awesome. Give me that check. I'd love to have that kind of setup. But you know, in any other job, you're expected to show up and do your work. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter what title you have at work. You know. If I'm missing four out of five days of work, eventually they're going to be like, dude, you need to start showing up. Well, it's so, under contract like that, but yeah, it's just, I just, I just don't agree with, you know, I'm fine with having a legit champion, someone who could actually fight and be a credible threat. Yeah. But not if it's going to come at the cost of not having him appear. Cause what's the point of even having him be your champion if he's not going to appear on the show? I don't know. He's a big draw when they have him. 
but they didn't just negotiate somehow or his schedule. He somehow, like that. whoever he had to negotiate, whether it was himself or an attorney, dude. They're awesome. They did a great job. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> let's not uh, dilly-dally too much. Dilly-dilly. D- no, I said dilly-dally. <laughs> dilly-dilly. There's a difference, sir. <laughs> we are not promoted by uh, Bud Light. Uh, but if you happen right. to be up for a refreshing, cool... But no, I'm kidding. I'm going to drink a Coors Light. I'm going to drink a Coors Light because Bud Light <laughs> won't pay me. <laughs> take, word, take heed from Brock Lesnar. He's going to go home and do what? <laughs> <laughs> he's going to give a massage to his wife. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, let's, let's talk about Raw a little bit. Uh, Alexa Bliss came out. Actually, I should say Ronda Rousey, Natalia, and Nia Jackson, Tamina came out for a tag match that was supposed to happen, but uh, it was quickly ended after the Riot Squad came out and powerbombed Natalia through a table. And then... Well, does she have some sort of injury? They're trying to write her off. That's right? a thing. So that's like, what I've read. I yeah, don't know for sure. I read that as well, that, that she's going to be maybe taking a little bit of time off. But a siesta. I, I don't know. I mean, it was a fine... I was, I was glad that we didn't start the show with her with a traditional 15 minute talking session. Yeah. It's like, let's start the show with a match. Yeah. Well, I mean, back up a little bit. They did the 10 bell salute for, for George uh, HW Bush who passed away this past week. Um, you know, it's a, it was a nice tribute. It was good, good on them to do. Um, but then we got right into the action, which I'm fine with. I'm, I'm glad that they did that. Um, then we had, uh, Alexa bliss having another open forum. With uh, Sasha and Bailey, how that turned out? I just, it's just so bad. It's so bad because they had local talent ask the questions, and uh, you know they came out was with their terrible responses. If you could have any kind of superpower, what would it be? Oh, I'd have the I'd have the power to make anyone disappear, and I'd start with Alexa Bliss. Oh, oh. Oh, <laughs> <like>. <laughs> it was bad. Uh. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was. It was bad. It was very bad. Um, and then Mickey James, Alicia Fox, and Dana Brooke all come out like they're ready to fight, and uh, Bliss is like, "No, we're not having that happen again." So instead, we're gonna have a tag match. Dana, you can stay if you want, but. We're going to have Mickey James and Alicia Fox versus Sasha and <laughs> Bailey. Uh, and Dana looked very frustrated at that because her whole thing is that she wants to be recognized and she wants to, yeah. to, to wrestle. So anyway, Sasha Banks and Bailey end up getting the win. It was a, it was an okay match. Um, and then let's see. Ronda Rousey wanted retribution said that she's going to find a tag partner to continue the match in Natalia's honor. Um, which was Ember Moon yeah it ended up being Ember Moon which I would have liked for them to and this kind of goes back to the previous weeks Um, like I think it was last week when Seth Rollins had the open challenge and it was answered by Dolph Ziggler a lot of people were complaining that dude we've seen Dolph Ziggler versus Seth Rollins in an open challenge this is a chance for someone else to shine. Yeah. You know, send in your Adam Coles, your Velveteen Dreams, your, you know, someone else, someone from like NXT yeah, to yeah, kind of yeah, surprise us. Not, they're not ready for. It doesn't matter. Sami Zayn wasn't ready. He wasn't ready to be called up whenever he came out and had his match with John huh. Cena. 
That's when they bring Lars Sullivan out. That very well could have been. Lars, bruh. That could have been a way to introduce yeah. him, you know? That motherfucker is... That's a big guy. What, three days younger than me? And then he <laughs> looks older than me? He looks like a monster. He looks like he's uh, been run over yeah. by life. <laughs> and then life backed up. Yep. Um, let's see. What happened <laughs> after that? Um, Bobby Roode and Chad Gable asked Corbin for a for a title match. See, that was also like another thing. So AOP, mm-hmm. I think it was going all right. Then they had to add a goofy situation. Yeah, with the whole Drake Maverick peen. Yes, and all that stuff. And 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 the point and the question is why? Yeah, why would they do that? They had to. I don't know. Just so that that was a weird matchup. Two hills teams going against each other yeah the bar and authors of pain so they had to do something goofy they really have to no they did not they could have had a slug fest which yeah. is what i wanted to see yeah. but instead we got big show who's not part of the bar drake maverick who's not part of the authors of pain i mean he's the manager but that's questionable because he hasn't really done anything as a manager aside from accompany them to the ring yep. and pee himself. Yep. Which if you go back and watch it, you can watch him like messing with the container or whatever that he had to spill the liquid in his pants. <laughs> Why is he messing with himself? Yeah. <laughs> and so last week, Drake Maverick took the robe of Bobby Roode, took it backstage, peed on it. Yeah. For the amusement of an 85 year old man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, let's be real. Let's, is he really 85? However old he is. Uh, I don't know. Let me see. You know what's funny? This guy pissing on Bobby's uh, robe. Yeah. 73. Forgive 73. me. What did I say? 85? Yeah. 73 so years you're old. You're off. <laughs> yeah. He looks good for 73. Good for yeah. him. I know he's focused on the XFL. So more uh, information sold- is coming out in the next few days. No, that was a few days ago that you saw that post. Oh yeah, I saw it, but yeah. like they've already announced the teams. Oh, so that's what the Yeah, they were that's what the big announcement was. So who are these people from like where are they from? Like they're not people that are in the NFL. It's going to be Yeah, we're getting a little sidetracked, but that's okay. Uh it's gonna be like players who didn't make the cut for the NFL. Because you know how they have the draft and all that. Um Oh shit, they get Johnny Manziel. I mean, if he's interested that he very well could be. Um, they have, you know, they have tryouts during the regular season for the NFL. And then at a certain point they say, okay, you go from 95 people on your team to 53. So nearly half of the people that are on your squad are going to be cut. Well, the XFL is basically announced today. Hey, we want to invite those guys who got cut to come and try out for us. You know, we want to be, another opportunity yeah we want to be your second chance um so it'll be interesting to see it develop and supposedly they're going to change the the extra point after a touchdown because you know how traditionally they'll kick an extra point for for one point or you can attempt to go for two supposedly they're going to kick the extra point to the curb no pun intended um they're gonna you can set up the ball on the two yard line for one point attempt similar to a two-point conversion where you go for it there's going to be a one-point attempt from the two-yard, a two-point attempt from the five-yard, or a three-point attempt from, like, the ten-yard. So, 
Supposedly, huh. that's how they're going to do extra points, which is pretty cool. I think it's a neat little concept. Um, yeah, like you said, we're off subject. But, a little bit. Um, but there you is... think this is going to be successful? Maybe. <laughs> I know the first season will, will pique some interest, but, you know, following that, it's going to be tough. Um, but yeah, this, the, it's going to be New York slash New Jersey. It's New York, but it's, the games are going to be held in New Jersey, you know, but they're calling it New York, um, Dallas, but it's actually going to be Arlington, uh, Houston, but it's actually going to be Houston, uh, Los Angeles, but it's actually going to be somewhere else. Would you go? I might go to a game just to check it out. Cause they are saying that ticket prices are going to be cheaper and, <laughs> and all that. It's, you're seeing you're seeing backups of backups, you know. Yeah. Um. There's gonna be already said L.A. There's gonna be Seattle, Tampa Bay, and Washington D.C. So eight teams. Texas gets two of them, which is nice. Oh, it's St. Louis. I don't know if I said that one. Um. So it should be interesting to see. Someone needs to like tweet Menzel. <laughs> yes. If forget anyone's about, listening, forget about the Canadian Football League. Go to the XFL. Yeah. If anyone's listening, tweet me. But, but they did say that they are going to be doing drug testing. So, oh. damn it. At least for performance enhancing drugs. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, going back to Raw, Bailey and Sasha defeats Alicia Fox and Mickey James. Yep, that happened. We got to see Scott Dawson go up against what was supposed to be Grand Metalik, but it ended up being the entire Lucha House Party. Why? Because Lucha House Party rules. Rules? Like like they're awesome or like it's their rules? Like Raven's rules, Freebird rule, oh. Lucha House Party rules, where all three members are allowed to compete. So, faces now get to have a three-on-one advantage to teach the heel a lesson. Here's where the logic comes into play. Throughout the night on commentary, especially during this match, Michael Cole... And uh, Renee Young are like, this is great. This is exciting. The fans love it. <laughs> Meanwhile, Corey Graves, the heel commentator, is like, this is ridiculous. Why are they allowed to do this? That's that's crazy if you think about it. They switch roles. Yes. And here's what makes it even crazier. Later in the night, there is a three-on-two scenario with Authors of Pain and Drake Maverick versus Bobby Roode and Chad Gable. And what are Cole and Renee Young saying? This is ridiculous. This is an abuse of power. I can't believe that Baron Corbin is allowed to make these kinds of rules. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. No one's No one's going to No one's going <laughs> to catch on to this at all. No one's going to catch on. See, these are like these are the reasons why I'm saying these rules have been so bad in the past few weeks because there's no logic anymore. All the logic's gone out the window. And you can even say that on My SmackDown. My favorite that... commentator is Corey Graves. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. Well, I do like Moro and I do like Nigel. We're talking talk main roster. Smackdown. Yeah. yeah. Main roster. Corey Graves. Corey Graves. Although he at times is kind of wishy-washy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't bother me as much, though, with him, though. Yeah. Um, so Scott Dawson and the Revival, Dash Wilder, they have uh, actually started a petition to ban house party or house lucha party rules, lucha house party, however you say it. Poor guys. I know. And now like, I'm like, I know it's part of a skit. You know, they 
had stuff when like the uh, elite was always saying uh, fuck revival and yeah. stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah. And then I'm like, no, now because they're, I like them and mm-hmm. their situation on. And we got to meet Scott WWE. Dawson. That was cool. <laughs> but I said the wrong one. Well, fortunately, he didn't hear that. Yeah. I said but. that and like, no, that's the opposite. But to be fair, I didn't know what his name was either. I was oh. like, oh, it's one half of the revival. It's <laughs> that guy. And you were like, yeah, it's Dash Wilder. And I was like, oh, yeah. And Doug was like, and Doug was like See, that's Dawson. And you were like, yeah, it's got Tyler. Come on. Yeah, I didn't even know. You played it off. <laughs> I'm like, I'm the one over here looking like a dumbass. <laughs> I'm terrible with names to begin with, so I'm allowed to do that. Um, yeah, so <laughs> um, then we got to see... Uh, Baron Corbin have Drew McIntyre Appreciation Night, where he got a collectible medal, gold medal, and uh, Dolph Ziggler came out and basically saying, "Well, hey, you know, I saw that video package and all the stuff, and I wasn't included on it, and I'm pretty sure that I helped you get to this point in your career." And, and Drew McIntyre basically said, "Well, I mean, yeah, you helped me, but you didn't really help me because mm-hmm. I did it." I yeah. did the work, and I really don't so need you now. So is he like a face, or is just it was just a situation? He's still a heel. <sighs> we'll find out next week. Yeah, he wrestled as a face. Um, he got the face baby face treatment from the fans. They were quickly they quickly turned to support him, um, which says a lot about Drew McIntyre that he can get the crowd to to boo him and cheer whoever he's going up against. So got to give him credit for that. True that. Um, so, I mean, they had a good match. It was fine. Uh, Dolph Ziggler ended up getting the victory. Did he? Uh, I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler won. Okay. Oh, because didn't like... Who screwed Finn him Balor. Finn Balor. That's screwed. what it was. Finn Balor running a lot of interference this week, too. I think this was sort of a an attempt of retribution as a sort of like leader of the resistance for Baron Corbin. Resistance. La resistance. Yes. Um, maybe him, Dolph Ziggler, Elias, you're going to team up to go up against McIntyre, Lashley and Corbin. Still pretty quick to, for Dolph to turn. Yeah. But it could be like, guys, you know, I'm sorry. I got over my head and whatever. Um, and that was actually the first time that McIntyre was pinned or submitted since uh, since he's been back on the main roster. Yeah. So it was a good match. It was kind of surprising that that Dolph got the win, but hey, you know, whatever. Thanks to Finn Balor, Finn, Finn Balor. Finn Balor, yes, Prince Devitt. People know him. People know him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Then uh, Dolph Ziggler attacked Drew McIntyre backstage. You know. Um, or was it Finn Balor? I don't remember. Hmm, something happened. Yeah. Uh, then Elias did his thing. Tried to attack Bobby Lashley. Ended up hitting Leo Rush with the uh with the guitar. Thanks to Finn Balor. Hit that kid. Um, Slater and Rhino. They haven't been on Raw programming in a while. And they appeared, and I read online that he retired. Yes, 
So, well, yeah. Um, so basically, Corbin said, "Hey, I've been crunching the numbers on top of all the other stuff, all the other responsibilities that I've got. Um, there's only room for one of you guys. So, one of you guys can either quit now, or I can fire one of y'all." And I said, "Well, we can't quit. We both have families. You know, that's messed up." He said, "Okay, well, you know, go in the ring. Whoever loses gets fired." So they had a very quick and short match a little bit later on and Slater ended up getting the victory and like you said uh, Rhino reportedly announced his retirement so that kind of sucks that was like a quick uh, quick match a quick goodbye mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know how I felt about that Yeah, um, but before that they had the Bobby Roode versus Drake Maverick they got turned into a three on two handicap match because Chad Gable had been attacked backstage um, Bobby tried to finish the match but he wasn't able to finish it in time before AOP came out and started nope. beating him down um, it wasn't that good nothing really to, to take away from it Dean Ambrose his little segment um, I gotta be honest the, the, the air raid siren at first it had me intrigued I was like, what is this? Like, who who are we about to see? Um, had six figures come out, we're all wearing gas masks, had the air raid siren going off, and then Dean Ambrose music hit while the air raid siren uh, was continuing. I'm like, okay, so we're going we're going this way with, with Dean Ambrose. It's fine. It's okay. He went and got his shots last week, and, yeah. you know, he's so disgusted by the WWE People universe. Houston. And, yeah, everyone. They make him sick, mm-hmm. um, which I get. That's cool. Um, he ended up talking with the gas mask on and sounding like Bane from Dark Knight. Um, then he took off his took off his mask to continue the promo, and he even had the uh, the jacket to look like Bane. So I didn't. I, I could have sworn that his hair color was darker than what it was this week because I noticed like his beard looked really red. I was like, is he a redhead? But I, I don't know. I didn't think so. I, was, I thought it was like brown. Um, one part that I saw was, uh, what was it? Um, was it Corey Graves and what's a, what's her name? Arguing. Renee. Renee. I'm getting so tired of that. I really am. About like, well, what do you know since you're... Yeah. Well, you're married to him, so you got to know these things, right? And she's like, what do you expect me to say? You know? He, yeah, we talk about this stuff in our private life, but I'm not going to tell you. That's, that's kind of weird with the character. It, yeah, of, it's like throwing that the real like stuff in. Yeah, like, he's putting her in an unanswerable question. Maybe it's Vince. Partially, yeah. It's like, look, you're married to the guy. You got to have some kind of information. Well, I might, but he, you're trying to portray this character as this crazy man, this lunatic, and. You know, that's not who he is when he leaves the arena. Like, <laughs> how how far do you want me to pull back this curtain uh, so I you mean, can see what's going on? He's actually a good guy. We give money to charity. We go on. Like, I rides. really hope that if they do this, if they continue this, I hope Renee just finally snaps back at Corey and is like, look, you want answers so bad? Go to the ring and ask him yourself. Stop hounding me. Yeah. Go ask him. Yeah. Go get your answers from the source as opposed to the secondary source. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's weird. It's it's dumb. I don't like it. Um, I didn't like 
the part of Ambrose's promo where he's ripping the city because I feel like that's the cheap heat. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I get that it goes in, into the character of wearing the gas mask, getting his shots, and being this disgusted. This town is the worst town I've ever been in. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Um, I see you. Yes. Um, I feel like that's kind of cheap heat. Yeah. And I feel like Ambrose is the kind of guy who can get it on his own. He can get that heat on his own. He doesn't need to go out and insult a city mm-hmm. just because they're in that city. You know, like it was smart of him last week to be like, I'm getting my shots because next week we're going to a town I can't stand. Like, that's that's fine. But like to come in and, you know, oh, this town is disgusting. Yeah, that's that's the cheapest form of heat that you can get. He's he's the kind of guy who gets the crowd to boo him on his own. You know, I mean, they booed him for two weeks and he didn't say a word. Because they were waiting for a response to as to why he turned on Seth Rollins. Yeah. So, I mean, he can obviously get a, a reaction from the crowd. You don't have to have that cheap heat. You do. No, you don't. You do. If you can't talk on the mic, then yeah, you do. True. But he... Dude can spit. Give me a spittoon. I got the dry mouth right now. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a mix of trash talk and, and ripping the crowd. Take a shot of that. Yeah, bear, bear shot. Bear shot. Bear shot. Uh, Rollins came out and they brawled for a little bit and, uh, Ambrose left. Yep. Uh, Rollins laying in a heap, a heap of his own filth. He was laying in heat. Um, yeah. Then we had, let's see, we had Nia Jackson Tamina being interviewed and, it was all right. <laughs> it happened. Uh, yeah, it did happen. Uh, Heath Slater ended up defeating Rhino. Yep. N- not the match of the year this time, but yeah. You know, <laughs> Next time. The fact that it ended with a neck breaker. It's a little weird. strange. Weird. A little strange. Um. Yeah, and then we found out that Heath Slater was going to be his new position is going to be a referee. Yep. He's not. He's not going to be the superstar that he was hoping to be yeah you know you want you want a comfortable living you be a ref yep all right then we got to see a match that people have been dying to see finn balor versus gender mahal yeah i still think moving gender over to raw was a terrible decision because he he was given this terrible gimmick on raw then they moved him over to smackdown he became wwe champion they move him back over to raw and they go back to this terrible gimmick. Yep. Like it makes no sense. A man wanting peace Shanti. getting into the ring to fight. Ashanti. Ashanti, yes. But anyway, it was mm, ah, ah, bah, eh. bah. Bah. Um Apollo Crews showed up to kind of help save Finn Balor. Forgot it that he was even on the roster. Where's Titus O'Neil been, you know? Wandering the state, wandering <laughs> backstage. <laughs> Looking for Dean Ambrose, I guess. Looking for people to be in Titus Worldwide. Yeah. And then uh, um, then that's when Drew McIntyre attacked Finn Balor. Got to see the promo for Lars Sullivan. So he's probably going to come to Raw or SmackDown. Who cares? We know he's going to. He's coming to NXT. He's going to have like squash matches. Destroy the whole roster. He's going to have like squash matches for the first 
four or five weeks. Eat squash. Squash. Yes. Squash. Smash. Smash. <laughs> Smash. Then we got to see uh, Nia Jax and Tamina going up against Ronda Rousey and Ember Moon. Basic, predictable tag match. Yep. Uh, Ronda Rousey and Ember Moon got the win. Tamina tapping out. Bigger. <sighs> Is there any saving grace for Tamina right nope. now? Never. Okay. She's going to be in a spot like that for the rest of her career. She's not going to have the women's title. No. Belt. She's going to be there until she retires. Is there anything about her? Presence, ring work, entrance that screams superstar to you? No. Nope. It just happens to be that last name that is keeping her in that I mean, spotlight. she can wrestle. Eh. I mean, she might be better than some of the women of the past, but is she really is she really a good wrestler? No. I mean, her knees are not great. She's not that agile in the ring. She's no personality. Her knees are shot. I don't know if she's cut a promo in the past year. Aside from saying, we're family. I think that was it. She also said, we're here. <laughs> yeah. Said more than Bray White has the past few weeks, <laughs> that's for sure. Uh, yeah, and that was that was pretty much how they ended Raw. Not that great. That happened. Yeah, it did Raw happen. Happened. Raw happened. That's yeah. That's that's what indeed happened. Um, moving over to SmackDown, we got the contract signing for the SmackDown Women's Title for TLC: Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Oscar. The man, the queen, and the empress of tomorrow. That is correct. Very good. Fans were chanting Becky. What cracked me up was when Oscar was talking, and she was like, well, she beat you, Charlotte. And in my head, I'm like, you shouldn't have said that because Charlotte beat you. Yep. And then, and then sure enough. Came up. And then it was kind of awkward after that. Yeah. It was that awkward tension to yep. where Becky Lynch is like, you know what? I'm the champ. I don't even have to stick around for here. I signed the contract. I'm out of here. Yep. So uh so that led up for uh for a match a little bit later with uh Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. And uh Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose ended up getting the victory because of a falling out between Oscar and Charlotte. Yep. Charlotte mm, intentionally accidentally <laughs> hit Oscar and Oscar ended up, um giving Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose the win. Um so it was good. I'll, you know didn't have any issues with that. That was a, a fun little match, and the heels actually won for a James on there. Yes. Yes. Um, let's see. Xavier Woods going up against Cesaro, going up against Jay Uso. Triple threat match. Yeah. For they had a spot where he did a swing, but also Xavier was on his shoulder. That was impressive. It was all right. I'll, I'll tell you why it's impressive. Because, A, it's impressive enough to be able to pick someone up by their legs and swing them with enough force to have them levitate off the ground. It's another thing to do it while another person is on your shoulders. Well, Xavier was trying to hold on. He was because, you know, you got to get through that spot. So the fact that he was able to have someone on his shoulders while Xavier's holding on and be able to generate enough momentum to get someone spinning like that, that's really impressive well, to me. Well, it be more impressive if Cesaro busted out the UFO. I would love oh. to see the UFO. Yep. I want to see that. Mm-hmm. I want to see him do that. Yep. Um, 
we'll have to send out like a tweet or something to him. Hey, you know, we saw we saw what you did on SmackDown. Any chance we'll see a UFO? Yep. Um, cause dang that, it's so impressive. Yeah, it's so impressive to watch. <laughs> um, but in this matchup, Jay Uso ended up getting the victory. Another fun match. I mean, it was fun to watch. I know it was goofy as hell, but I love the New Day when they're on commentary. Yeah. And then Corey's like, why is Biggie sweating? <laughs> <laughs> He's so sweaty. Why does he do that? Um, let's see. We had uh, Rusev and Lana being interviewed backstage. Rusev the face. Rusev the face, and apparently he's hungry. Yeah. So something Rusev that you can Day! something that you can certainly relate to the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, he was hungry for that U.S. championship, and that the title is not a toy. It represents honor and tradition. See, that's putting importance on the title. Mm-hmm. That's something that U.S. title has been lacking in the past few weeks. Um, you know, the, the importance, the feel of it. Um, then Rusev claimed that once he gets his hands on Nakamura, he will feast on him on the greatest holiday of all, Rusev Day. I thought he said he's going to crush him. I thought that's what he's going to Crush him. Yes. So, at least we have a feud building for that. Uh, after that, we got to see Miz TV with special guest, the new Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Well, before that, Miz was talking to Shane. Yeah. And he's like, when are we going to, you know... When are we tagging up? Yeah, dude, I'm not gonna. I'm not your partner. Whoa, 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 whoa! Not in front of the trophy. Yeah, take it easy, man. <laughs> it's what we were born to do. I was two thirds born to do it, and you were one third born to do it. That How do you best. feel about this between Miz and Daniel Bryan? It's a little awkward. I, it was fine. Um, I like the touch of removing the plates from the title and saying, you know, I had these yes, yes, yes plates. That's dead. Dead move. You know, yes movement's gone. I'm a different person now. I'm the new Daniel Bryan. Um, Drop the plates. If it bounces off a, of, if it bounced correctly, someone in the front row could have had a I nice little like souvenir. That yes, that would have been nice. Um, let's see. Miz asked if we should call him something different, and he said, "No, I'm just the new Daniel Bryan." Um, but I also liked how. Daniel Bryan didn't actually cave in to like certain questions that mm-hmm. the Miz was asking. It was like, you know what? I'm gonna pretty much answer how I want to. I'm not gonna like Yeah. Uh be pressured by your questions. I'm not mm-hmm. and I think it worked. Even though it was a little weird, but it worked. They tried the fans tried to do the yes chant and Daniel Bryan was like, These people are fickle. I'll tell you what, what? And I don't They're know fickle. If, I don't know if he was breaking character. Or he tried not to, but he laughed a little bit. And then he went into the, like certain things. I'm yeah. like, did he try to break? But then he called himself because mm-hmm. in the past Daniel Bryan was he's known to break. Yeah, when he, you know. So, but I mean that's a really nice touch. Uh, you know they were chanting what, and he said, you know these fickle people are reciting something from you know 20 years ago. Uh, you know I don't think it was actually 20 years, but it was pretty darn yeah. close. Um. Let's see. He started talking about Alexander Hamilton um, and saying that, you know, you've been telling me for years to be this bad guy, and I'm not a bad guy. You know, I kicked one man in the groin one time on one day, and (laughs) you people out here create uh, commit sins every day what was Corey 
was like, okay, so I have this friend. <laughs> this co-worker. Who, yeah, co-worker who drinks out of plastic <laughs> water bottles. and He, he throws like, away the bottle before yeah, it doesn't yeah, even yeah. finish it. And he drives around in a SUV. Yeah, what should I, what should I do? Just kick him in the groin. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was awesome. <laughs> Put a straight face. Just kick him in the groin. Just, that's all you got to do. If it would have been Austin Knight Aries, you know what his answer would have been? Put your thumb in his eye. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he kicked AJ in the groin. He kicked Brock Lesnar in the groin. <laughs> yeah. Got to do what you got to do. Just yeah. kick him in the I just kicked Whatever the guy in the groin one time. Yeah. That's it. That's all he did. Uh, the crowd started booing him. Uh, and he said, you know, here's your WWE champion, the new Daniel Bryan. Fickle. 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 AJ Styles' music hit. He came into the ring. Daniel Bryan pushed the Miz into AJ and then uh, went back into the ring after AJ tried to chase him and well, Miz ended up hitting the skull crushing finale. Yeah. Before so. that, I did like it when Miz was asking, was I right? Yeah. All this stuff. time. Like, yes. No. No. Yes. No. no. Just to throw him off. Fickle. Yep. Fickle. Yep. Fickle. A pickle rack. Fickle rack. Fickle rack. Fickle. Um, after that, we got to see the renewal of the rivalry, Randy Orton versus Jeff Hardy, for reasons. I tuned out. Yeah, and this was one of the things. like They, they built it up. Like, oh, we're bringing back this great rivalry. Why, though? It just happened because, like a few to, weeks ago. To, to further the storyline between Jeff Hardy and Samoa Joe, you probably could have done that with someone else. Yeah. Like You could have had someone else. Like, you know, Aiden English, someone who hasn't been on TV in a number of weeks... You could have given him a win here, and that would have been a shocking win. Oh, yeah. my God. Aiden English just pinned Jeff Hardy. It might have come after a distraction from Samoa Joe. But, you know, like that would have been better than Randy Orton. But I understand they're trying, you know, they have two hours as opposed to Raw Samoa having three. Joe so they're having a bar. to condense certain things. Yeah. I thought that was a pretty funny promo from Samoa Joe. That PSA that he did. He was like, you know, you can have one or two of these and have a really good time. Or you can have 14 of these and wake up inside of a prison cell. That was not good for anybody. <laughs> so uh, how do you feel? Because we didn't get to talk about this last week. So how do you feel about Samoa Joe and feuding with Jeff Hardy and bringing up his past? Because it's been done before with CM Punk. Yeah. Uh, but now Samoa Joe's doing it. And I'm, I'm going to tell you, had... Um, Samoa Joe come out and ruined the the celebration, the twenty year celebration, saying something about remember, you know, we know about your past, we know about your history. Uh, I'm pretty sure Sting has something to say about that too. If he would have dropped that, I would have lost my mind. Yeah, that was hilarious. Because I'm pretty sure whether you watch Impact TNA or not, you are to some degree aware yeah. of that particular match yeah. that that he would have referred to. We watched to. that live. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was bad. What the hell went on? <laughs> yeah. So had he come out and mentioned yeah. that, I feel like I mean, all that stuff is dropped. fair game if they're talking about it. They got the green light. Yeah. And like, dude. But still, it's like, damn. That would have been one of those mic drop moments. Um, so, yeah. So, what, what are your thoughts on Samojo and Jeff Hardy? I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. Uh, Should be all right. We're going to see where it goes. Yeah. We don't know what's going to happen with Jeff Hardy, if he's going to retire or not, or just keep on going until he can't. Yeah. 
Uh, Randy, Randy Orton ended up getting the victory. It's kind of a weak finish, but you know, it's whatever. Uh, then Smojo had another promo saying, "Make sure you drink responsibly. Uh, take it easy." Yep. Um, so weird. Let's see. Next week we're going to see Sheamus and Cesaro versus the Usos in a rap battle with the New Day as the hosts. No. We're also going to see Charlotte versus Asuka in a WrestleMania rematch. Ashka? Ashka? Asuka needs to beat Charlotte. Oshkosh Bagashka? Yep. People know her. I don't think either of these ladies are going to win. I have a feeling that Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville are going to interfere somehow. The fans are going to win. Yeah. But I don't know. The the last rap battle they had was pretty funny between Usos and New Day. And Wale. And Wale, yeah. Don, 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 DeMarco. I, I thought it was funny that Corey Graves was like, someone better call Wale and tell him to free up a schedule. <laughs> like, that was a nice little touch. Yeah. Um, then we got to see AJ Styles versus The Miz with Daniel Bryan on commentary, which was great. Um, you, know, you, Byron, you commit sins every day. Yeah. You drink from those water bottles and drive around in this stuff. That was great. Uh, can we talk about the, the great competitors in the ring right now? <laughs> um, match ended with submission. Um, AJ Styles being the victor and Dan O'Brien attacked. He attacked a couple of times during the match, um, but then he really attacked uh, AJ Styles uh, after the match was over. And uh, it was funny because I saw one of the cameramen towards the end of the show because Dan O'Brien grabbed the title after you know beating down AJ Styles. He hopped up on the commentary table and was holding the championship while he had the com- uh, the ring announcer say you know ladies and gentlemen here's your wwe champion the new daniel bryan if you look carefully um you know aj's laying in the ring referees are tending to him and in the corner standing next to daniel bryan is one of the camera guys pointing at aj hey go back in the ring because we still have you know 30 seconds or however long it's before we have to sign off go back in the ring and give him some more punishment you kind of see daniel bryan look down and you know, he gets the he gets the gist and he runs back in there and that's when the second attack after the match happens. Huh. So I thought that was a, a fun little tidbit if anyone wants to go back and watch it. I always find stuff like that interesting because yeah. like you know, for years, like even before we started doing the podcast, I would pay attention to what the camera cameramen are doing, the camera operators, because if someone's out there cutting a promo and you see one of the camera person camera operators start facing the ramp, someone's obviously gonna be coming out. Because yeah. they have to get ready. They have to make sure they get the shot. So I'm always paying attention to stuff like that. So maybe I've become a little bit jaded to where I'm like, oh, it doesn't surprise me anymore. You know, <laughs> none of this stuff really surprises me. You know what to look for. I know. Yeah, it's one of those things where you watch it enough, you start paying attention to the small little details, like your HD cameras and your, you know, elevators with full <laughs> sound, you know, like it's stuff like that. You know, it's the small details you start picking up as you, you know, the longer you watch. You're like, okay, something's about to happen because camera guy's getting ready. You know, oh, he's standing over by the entrance ramp. I better, you know, get ready. Um, so, yeah, it's just those little things. But uh, I thought it was a nice little touch where, where I happened to catch that. And he was like, oh, yeah, I got to go and, and finish the job before uh, before we go off the air. So, uh, yeah, I'm digging SmackDown. SmackDown is so much more entertaining and so much easier to watch than Raw right now. Um, but that's pretty much all we have for the main show. Um, let's see, uh, WWE announced their first, as far as hot topics, they, they announced, uh, their first ever talent tryout in India, 
That's pretty cool. I want to say that they've done it before. I want to say they have. Hmm. Maybe it was somewhere else. Who knows? Uh, not me, that's for sure. Um, in a world of why is this news and who really cares, <laughs> a source close to Nikki Bella says that she'll end up dating either another wrestler or someone famous. So, so you got to live that high money lifestyle, I guess. Yeah, good luck. Um, let's see. This one might be interesting. Let's see. Um, Hulk Hogan might be preparing to sign a new deal with WWE. It could be a Legends deal, but supposedly he's getting close to signing a contract, but will not be wrestling. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, um, they wouldn't get him to wrestle anyway. Yeah. No idea. Let's see. Brother, 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 brother. No word yet on what WWE has planned or if they are looking to bring him back for a TV role. He was recently reinstated to the Hall of Fame after the company parted ways with him in 2015 after the whole debacle that happened. Um, so, yeah. So, be on the lookout for more brothers. <laughs> um, Vince McMahon has recently stole, sold. <laughs> stole what? He stole plenty. Um, he sold more of his WWE stock to help finance the XFL. Um, are you aware of the name Shane Strickland? Yeah. Okay. Supposedly, uh, he's been on WWE's radar for some time, but there might be possible issues that'll prevent him from joining the WWE. It was believed that he would be starting WWE in January, but it could be delayed now due to unspecified issues with his Lucha Underground contract. Oh, is that Killshot? I think it is. Could be. I'm not sure. Kind of looks like his tattoo on the chest. I might be wrong, though. Man, WWE's trying to snatch up so many people. Snatch them bald. Yeah. Like, I don't want them to take all those people. Yeah. It's like, I'm kind, I kind of... Like, you want other companies to succeed because you want that competition. But, like, Lucha Underground's so small. And, you know, they don't do it every single week. You know, they film a few weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, they film the whole show in, within a time frame and then that's it you know everyone else goes and does their own thing and then they come back for another shooting so you can't really compete with raw i mean they put on an amazing show but you can't compete impact they're continuously falling like every chance that they get they take a step forward and then they get knocked back three or four steps you know like they got put in a new time slot and their ratings began to suffer, and supposedly they're looking for a new channel. They're looking to go to another new channel. Damn, again. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just... Good Lord. One after another. Yeah. Um, in sad news, the Dynamite Kid passed away uh, this week. Um, uh, did you see that Aleister Black comment about The Undertaker? No. He's He claimed in an interview he is by far not this generation's undertaker oh, huh. um, because a lot of people were, were doing that because of his gimmick his style and the way he rises you know much yeah. like the undertaker would um you know he said no I, he said quote uh no i understand p- that people think that because there's a certain element of me that has darkness but there's only one undertaker and i could never never fill that void if there's only and there's only one Aleister Black, and I'm the first one. There will never be a second one. The legacy 
that Undertaker has made is, I don't even know how to put into words. He changed the landscape. Is Undertaker indirectly responsible for Aleister Black? Sure, because he opened the door for darker characters. He was the first one to really take it to that level and allowed an audience to see something that wasn't so clean and cut. So, um, you know, there are some similarities as because of the darkness, but he doesn't want to be the Undertaker. He doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want that. He doesn't want people to get the misinterpretation, I guess. Which I'm, I'm totally on board with. He don't want to beat the Undertaker. He wants to be in a tag match with the Undertaker. Hold play up, a player. players. You're gonna go on one on one with the Undertaker. Holla, holla. Um, so yeah, I mean, man, I'm looking forward to this year's Raw after Mania because you know they always have those big call ups. And I'm curious as to who's gonna get the the call up. I don't know. It could be Aleister Black. It could be. Velveteen Dream. It could be uh, Undisputed Era. They're really ready for Undisputed to go up? <sighs> ready or not, man, those guys are going to be... I mean, Adam Cole for sure is going to be a star. They all need to go up. Yeah. I mean, Adam, they need to I go up as a group. Era. They yeah. need to go as a group. Um, and I feel like maybe Raw would be a better choice because their tag Raw's tag team as we discussed earlier is severely lacking in star power mm-hmm. so we they need somebody to go up there soon the biggest worry that i have is what we've talked about over the past few years is that people get called up from NXT then they have nothing they have absolutely nothing i mean you look at Adam Cole you look at Alistair Black you look at what's going to be Matt Riddle's career these guys are stars in the making these are going to yeah. be these are going to be your next generation mega stars you know Along with your Seth Rollins, your Dean Ambrose, your AJ Styles, whenever he he's AJ Styles, he's not going to have much longer. Samoa Joe's not going to have much longer. Maybe Daniel Bryan's not going to have much longer. Um, so you know, this next wave I feel is going to be that future push for the generation. So they need to start. Most times they're going to bring up Johnny Gargano. Yeah, and the, and the, and, and, and Tommaso Ciampa as well. But like my my worry is that we've talked for years about the people who get called up. And then they flounder. You know, you look at your Ascension, your Revival, your AOPs, your Sanities, your, you know, every, all of these people who have been called up in the last few years. But I feel like they are a separate caliber to such, like, to the people that were successful. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, you know, you look at Neville, who was successful in NXT. You look at Bo Dallas, who was successful in NXT. Sami Zayn, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura, Bobby Roode. You know, all these people who came up through NXT one way or another, then they get up to the main roster. What are they doing? It's like Triple H takes all this time and care developing these characters, getting well, everything They also ready. have their moments. They're not successful all the time. Well, some sure. are not successful sure. at all. But, like, look at Seth Rollins. He's the first NXT champion. Yeah. And by, by and far, the greatest, probably the greatest NXT superstar to come out of NXT right now. You know? I mean, you got your Dean Ambrose, your Roman Reigns, your Braun Strowman's. But when Braun Strowman came out, we were like, "What is it? What are they thinking?" Because this guy is green. Yeah. And to be fair, he put in the work. Mm-hmm. He put that. You know, he he did it. But then you then you look back at Sasha Banks and Bailey, heart and soul of NXT. You know, their their last woman standing, their NXT Takeover Brooklyn match that they had the, that blew the roof off. Mm-hmm. You know. I mean, what are they doing right now? They, they, they've they fallen so much. Like, Charlotte rose to the occasion. 
Uh, Kevin Owens did good in NXT, and, and he did. He stumbled a little bit on Raw, yeah. SmackDown, but then he's he, he became a Universal Champion, which yeah. is good to his credit. Um, unfortunately, an injury has taken him out for now, but you know. But then you know we look at a guy like Elias, where we're like, what are they thinking bringing him up? And he's starting to find his his groove. His, he's starting to find the audience a little bit. So it's like, God, man, for for one Braun Strowman, you've got a revival, an ascension, your sanity, your all these other people that aren't being utilized well, and it's just hard, you know, because it's like, man, when they were in NXT, they were must-watch stars. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. You know, Enzo and Kaz, like, they were the biggest draw to come out of there, and now, part of the company. now Carmella's the one that's, you know, the big draw. Well, she's the only one that's part of the company. Exactly. She's drawing. <laughs> you know? So Enzo still draws. You saw him on Raw a few uh, <sighs> weeks ago. <laughs> Getting banned from the yeah. building. That's sad. <laughs> How sad we have fallen. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, in good news, uh, Alexa Bliss has been cleared for an in-ring return. So be on the lookout for that. Um, Pac won, formerly... Uh, Neville, he won the Dra- Dragon Gate Championship. Um, and HBO is planning to release a Kenny Omega documentary next year. So I might have to set my DVR for that whenever that comes out. Um, that's pretty much it. That's all I got. Yeah. Been playing uh, 2K19 any? It's been like a week or so, but I downloaded the first <laughs> DLC pack or the first. I didn't even download it. It was yet. like Bobby Lashley, EC3, and uh, the War Raiders. Nice, very cool. Um, yeah, I haven't played any video games in a while, unless well, I've, I've started picking up Legend of Zelda again. You haven't played Red Dead? I haven't even played that. Oh, it's so fun. Yeah, I want to. It's so fun. I want to. I just. There's not enough time in the day for me There's to dedicate. There's some weird shit that pops up in there. But I am going to be taking some vacation time, so I might be able to play a little bit. So, who knows? But uh, is there anything else you got? Anything? Any news or anything? No. I know Ring of Honor is going to be coming to Houston soon. Uh, Elimination Chamber is going to be coming to Houston uh, January or February, somewhere around there. Yeah. So, uh, so that'll be fun. Might We might be able to go to that. We'll see. We'll see how things play out Chamber. for us. That's Noah's. He is his elimination chamber or Hell in a Cell. Oh well, maybe it's elimination I chamber. I want to say it's elimination chamber. Maybe he'll go. Holy moly! Can you imagine to like if we take him? Yeah, that'd be. Oh, crazy. Also, we need to send him uh, the video of, and I don't know if it's just she just came out there because she works backstage, maybe. But Gail Kim is back in uh, TNA. Oh, really? Yeah. Sending that, he'll go like, Gil Kim's back, Gil Kim's back. <laughs> he'll lose his mind. Yeah. All right. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. So if you have any questions, make sure to leave it on our Facebook page, Dominus Podcast. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com. WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook, and you can subscribe to our show on iTunes if you so choose by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Satchel. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Dominus Podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Dominus underscore Daniel. You can follow Tyler at Tyler underscore A Bear. So there you go. That's going to do it for us this week with the podcast crew. I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler A Bear. And we'll catch you all next week. Bye. Hopefully.